Welcome back to The Power of Play. I'm your co-host, Amanda, and this is... Hi, I'm Kelly. Welcome back, Misfits. All right. We are broadcasting live, not so live, from the land of Misfit Toys. And we have a topic today, which I think is near and dear to both Kelly and I, women traveling alone. Yes, or with girlfriends, but just women needing a flippin' break away from the kids, the husband... (laughs) the wife, whomever, whomever is at home taking all your energy. Yes. A day-to-day life. And I think what I love about this topic is um, you and I both travel a lot on our own for business. Um, Every so often I'll take a trip by myself, but not usually, but it is like one of those dreams we have, that fantasy of getting away getting a break and being able to just recharge. And I don't think it's actually specific only to women because I think men dream of this too. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, historically, I think men might have more access to it, whether it's for business travel, and we'll talk about that later. But, you know, women today, as we're climbing the corporate ladder and there's more and more of us doing bigger and better things in business, our workload at home has not necessarily shifted. You know, we still have this invisible workload. We're still the ones that are caring for aging parents, our kids. We're the ones that know when we're running low on Cheerios and when the toilet paper is running out and, you know, what's going on with the household. And Johnny's coming over and he's got a peanut allergy. We got to scrub the kitchen. Like there's just a lot going on in our minds as well as running businesses and corporations. And, you know, it's a lot more stress in our lives. So now more than ever, women are really needing to disconnect and take a break. Self-care, rejuvenation. Absolutely. And I think there's so many different aspects that go into it. It's actually, this preparing for this segment was super fun because I got to actually send out a request from my team and said, where are the best destinations that you feel that women could travel to alone? And actually, they gave me that. So we're going to share that information as well as some tips about safety and how you actually tap into that alone time in order to really create an experience that allows you to come back rejuvenated because you don't necessarily want to go be so busy that you come back and you're you're even more drained from your vacation totally yes although some people love to have that active adventure like being Going and doing those hikes and the running and the, you know, whatever it may be, may be part of your Absolutely. It's, you know, it's as personal as our relationships are, is how we travel and how we disconnect. Um, But I think one of the reasons, actually, the biggest reason I think women don't travel is guilt. Oh my God, so huge. Right? So huge. And it's funny because, you know, I had the guilt that came from, not my my current spouse, but my ex-husband, I had that guilt that came in. And I think that was just, we were young, we were naive, we didn't communicate the way we should. Um, But it's that almost self-imposed guilt. Totally. And I think that doesn't mean just women, that means men, that means anyone who's traveling away from a significant other. And I think that allowing yourself to release yourself of that guilt can make or break the trip. Totally. Because if you're on that trip and every day feeling like, I can't believe I'm here. I feel so bad. I'm missing the school play. I'm, you know, I'm, I should be at home and I should be enjoying this time with my significant other. That guilt can almost make the trip not worth it. Right. It's, at that point, it's, point, it's pointless. And if you are the significant other whose whose spouse or partner is wanting to travel, support them. Like take care of the stuff at home. Let them completely disconnect. Right. She will come back a hundred times better when she's had time to just reconnect to herself. 
Yes. You know? Well, and one of the things, it's funny, early on, um, so Uncle Roland, who founded our company, mm-hmm. um, when he would travel, his rule was, while I'm away, I only want good news. And he would say, don't tell me. If things are going wrong, unless I need to intervene... And that's a request that I think is really pretty cool. And it's still, it's like a timeless yes. request because you can give that request at home and you could give that request to your fellow coworkers, business partners, people that work for you. Because, you know, when they say, when you call in and they're like, oh my God, everything is falling apart. The house is burning. The, you know, we've got this and that. Then you're like, oh God, if I was there, I could fix it. And when you set that expectation ahead of time and say, it's not that I don't care, it's that I really need this time to kind of re-energize. So if you could hold those things back until I return, yes. it would be super helpful. Yes. And I think that that is one of those timeless recommendations that I really appreciate. It actually, back at that time, we would fax the hotel. We had a piece of paper. It was like, zzz, okay, sales are up 22%. And this, you know, everybody's having a great day. Business is booming. When in reality, you flip it over. It's like, oh my gosh. But <laughs> none of that changed by the time he came home right? right so I think when you have that conversation ahead of time that says you know it's not that I don't care it's that I really need this time to rejuvenate and if you could just hold off unless it's something important if somebody's sick or you know the kids need something um, and even having those discussions with your your children to say while I'm away you know if you could do me a favor and help me and allow me to really have a good playtime by myself that would be really helpful totally make all the difference in the world. Totally. So one of the topics I want to touch on, Kelly, because you and I both travel a lot as women, um, and safety is always a big concern. Absolutely. Like you want to make sure that you're being as safe as possible and doing things that can ensure your safety along the way. Yes. So let's talk about some of the things you do. Do you have any like key things that you might do in order to kind of just ensure that you're being smart. Yes. And the first one always in forever is my mindset. Like I go in with total positive expectancy. Mm-hmm. I've had really safe, good travel karma, and I have no reason to believe that anything's going to happen to me. And there's reality, you know, like when you're traveling alone, like you can be a target, especially when you're, you know, I talked about being alone in Asia. Like I had tourists flashing all over me. <laughs> so, in your hot pink outfit. <laughs> I love that you wore a hot pink. Plus you're taller than blonde the majority hair, of the people like, with blonde hair. Right. Yes. So, the, you know, there are some realistic precautions, but first is I have total positive expectancy of being super safe. Um, the next one is, you know, I, I have, like, I have my purses or backpacks yeah. or whatever with the with the pockets facing me so nothing can get pickpocketed like that's yeah. always my fear and so um like the backpacks that Largay gave out there's there's um the pocket is in the part of the backpack that faces your back right um things like that that I just really yeah. make sure that my belongings are safe yes so for me um one of the things when I check into hotels And now a lot of hotels are very good about this, but one of the things I do is that when I'm standing at the counter, if there are other people around me and the person handing me my room key says my room number out loud, I pass the key back and I say, now that everyone knows my room key, my room number, can you please change my room, write it down and hand it back to me so that 
Everyone around me doesn't know. And, you know, it feels awkward at first, but I'll tell you, it's a lot better than, you know, having the other situation where everybody knows. Or if I get into an elevator and there's someone on the elevator I'm not comfortable with and I stop at my floor and they go to get out, especially if they pushed a button above me and they get out. I get out of the elevator, go, oh, wrong floor, get back on the elevator and ride the elevator past where they are and then go back to my floor. So I just like am very conscientious of my surroundings, not because I'm fearful, but because you know what? It's just smart. Yes. And you know, that brings up a really good point. Like we, our superpower as women is our intuition. Mm -hmm. And one of the great things about travel is it gets us out of our, you know, we can get really unconscious and just kind of mindless when we're going day to day. Like we know exactly how to get to the office. And when you're traveling, like you're forced to be super conscious and super mindful of your surroundings. Right tune into that gut. Like your gut always knows it's a really good exercise to really pay, like hone in that intuition. I mean, we are untouchable when we have that, when we're zeroed in on that. So that's a really great point. Well, and the other thing that I tell people is ask people at the hotel to help you when you need help. I was with a girlfriend. I won't say where. I was in Hawaii, but at a hotel. And um, we were on a ground floor at a five-star luxury hotel. Beautiful hotel. We got up at about 3 a.m. because we were on East Coast time. And we were sitting just having this conversation in the room. And it was one of those rooms that had screens. Um, It had doors, but we had it open. And then it had Whoa. It had the slots, you know, that so you couldn't see out, but somebody could easily hear what was happening. So we were having a conversation. She said, let me see if I can see the the um, the sunrise. She opens the curtain and there is a man on the patio pleasuring himself. Okay, so this is getting a little off. Yes, he runs. We're like, ah, so we call security. Well, I have to tell you how incredibly well. This hotel handled the situation. I was so impressed. They immediately moved our room. They immediately like kind of locked down the resort to make sure. And it was a maintenance person who, you know, it was just a bad situation. But they handled the situation so incredibly well. They said, would you like someone to stay outside your room always to Amazing. make sure? Would they put us on a second floor? How can we help you? This is what we're doing. And they handled it so well. And I think we forget sometimes yes. that when we're traveling, the hotel wants nothing more than us to have a safe and wonderful experience so right. when we're there. So asking the front desk and saying, you know what? I don't want to walk back to my room by myself. Can someone walk with me if it's an outdoor corridor? Or I don't feel comfortable where my room is. Is it possible to move my room? Be asking those questions. They want you to have an amazing time. So being able to ask is one thing that you need to be comfortable with. And if you have a question about safety in the area, talk to someone, talk to the concierge. If you're not comfortable with the concierge, find someone who you're comfortable with, whether it be a manager or, you know. Yes. Yes. And you know what? It's not, it's not always like human perpetrators that like we should be worried about. I went to Africa, South Africa, and I was sitting in a room with a girlfriend and we were on safari. Yes. And so it's, we, when we walk in, like there's the mosquito nets, you know, that yes. look darling and pretty. And it's like, oh, what a nice feminine yes. touch. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, I hear like this cellophane wrapper and I know exactly what it is. It was <gasps> a chocolate from on my bed. That, like a baboon. I, well, a monkey. I put it on the nightstand. And I wake up in the middle of the night because I can hear the cellophane. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I can hear it getting dragged (laughs) 
underneath the bed on the floor. And I'm like, what is that? So my imagination is. Hoping it's not your girlfriend who happens to be dragging it. <laughs> well, I go for my phone. I flip on the, the, the flashlight on my phone so I can yes. see what's happening. And as I roll over, the light is illuminating all of the bugs and lizards on the mosquito You're like, net. Thank God, I have a mosquito net. Oh, oh, funny, Sandra! Like I'm screaming. She wakes up screaming. So we call the hotel. Like I'm like, I don't even want to get out to the like. I don't want my foot to touch the floor. But they sent somebody into it. Like, and he yes. slept on the like the yes. the stool on the foot of the bed. Like he sat there, and I was like, I don't know what's worse. Oh my god. Well, I have to tell you, Kelly, I've been to Africa 13 times and I have never had that experience. So for anyone listening, oh know god. this. That's not a normal experience. We survived and we have a great story. <laughs> I love that. So what I did was when we were scheduling this, I put a question out onto our forum because we what we have here um, at our company is a forum for our advisors to share information. So say I get a question from a client like, what's a great restaurant in Rome for somebody who wants casual dining, intimate? I can put it out there and all of my advisors and my preferred partners can actually respond to that question. So what I did was last night, I put out a question and I said, what are some of the destinations that you guys would recommend for a single woman traveling that you really like. So let me put my glasses on here. Um, so Betsy wrote back the Nordic countries, and I can't wait for this podcast. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, Grace said Singapore is incredibly safe, so cosmopolitan. They have the best food scene on yes. the planet. Um, she loved it. I, I love Singapore as a destination. It's so clean. It's like it's almost like to me like the Disney World of like everything's perfect. It's so pristine. Um, Carol said Japan loves. Japan, uh, Katie, New Zealand, Australia, great destinations. Yes. And actually, I have a girlfriend who will be going in early December to New Zealand on a bike trip by awesome. herself. And I thought, wow, that's awesome. And actually, she's doing the bike trip. And then after the bike trip, she's going to do some things on her own, which we arranged, which was super fun. Um, Ashish from Big Five Tours uh, said we we do this a lot in Egypt, which actually that was a destination I was a little bit surprised that he recommended. Yeah. But he said the largest employer of women in tourism is in Egypt, wow. which was an interesting thing. He also recommended Ecuador and Galapagos, and also his third was Peru. I'll tell you, Galapagos is a great destination yes. because most of the time when you're there, you're with um, a, either a tour or you're with uh, on a cruise line or on a ship and everything's pre-arranged most of the time it's all inclusive we have some amazing partners that do the Galapagos well um, natural habitat adventures and Limblad and celebrity cruises has a ship there silver sea so some great partners um, Janine said uh, Iceland is a great destination um, Michelle had recommended the Galapagos as well. Um, she's actually taking a, a solo trip for her 50th, or she sent a solo woman for her 50th birthday. I thought that was cool. Awesome. Sarah actually backed up New Zealand as a destination and also recommended Nepal, Bali, uh, and Bali as well. So I thought that was great. And then I was talking to Lydia this morning right before this, and she said actually a lot of the Middle Eastern countries like Dubai – um, are great destinations for women. And, you know, it's funny because I think we, 
you know, we send, kind of discount some of those destinations because of the news and, and things like that, but they really are great destinations and incredibly safe. Um, Dubai is one of those places I say, like, really nothing happens in Dubai as far as, as, as crime that, you know, common crime that you might find in, say, other countries. Chicago. Or New York. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's great. Um, any other tips before we wrap up today or any other thoughts that you think for women thinking about this? Yeah, you know what? Just do it. I mean, it can be really overwhelming to think about taking a trip by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's such, you really want to see what you're made of and get back to who you are. Like there is no better way to put yourself out of your comfort zone and see what you're made of and really get reconnected. Like I forgot how much I like this or gosh, I'm glad this isn't part of my life anymore. And just getting exposed to that. And I've actually like one, when I was in Asia by myself, I was at one of these cafes, you know, and it was like, like these crazy cafes where the the singing cats and the the fire shooting bras of the servers. (laughs) And I mean, it's a wild experience over there. And I remember at, sitting at a table and hearing somebody next to me speaking English. And I was like, a friend, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and um, it was two couples and they were on their over- traveling and I finished dinner with them. We went out drinking with them after they were couples from L.A. And we got to be really good friends. And now every time she comes to Chicago, she's like, hey, do you want to meet up? And so it's a great way to meet people. This was years yes. ago and we're still in contact. Thank God with social media, it's even easier Yes. Um, and if, you know, going by yourself isn't your jam, like find a group of girls. We're going to be doing retreats. So yes. down the road, if you want to get on our interest list, we'd love to have you on that because we love bringing women together who have the shared interests, who have the shared passive. And you know what? Varying mindsets, like getting exposed yeah. to other worldviews and, and points of interest, but still have that common bond of right. ambitious women who really like to travel, get out there. Yes. Take a and break. Guys- any of this pertains to you as well. So, you know, I think that it's important that we're not just talking about women. You know, that's who we are. So, of (laughs) course, that's our strong point with talking about it. But remember that, you know, getting away alone sometimes can really rejuvenate your soul and allow for some really interesting discovery. What I highly recommend is find some really good books that, you know, or watch Eat, Pray, Love or read it and, you know, get that reading and some things that really enlighten your soul, whether it be business education books or soulful books or you like a certain crime novel series, read the crime novel series. But, you know, allow yourself to do those things that maybe you haven't gotten to do because of your busy life and your busy business. Yeah, and we'll do an episode for the guys too coming up. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for visiting us on the island. We look forward to seeing you on future episodes and um, appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.